Forking. We're using forks as mic stands. <laughs> hey, we're recording now. Hello and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a spell, but how are you? I'm fucking horrible. Like, whoa! No lube, just straight in. I am fucking horrible. Let's discuss. I know you've had some stuff that you Wait a minute. To Before about. we discuss... Mm-hmm. Get your hype horn ready. This is our 100th episode. Holy shit. Where's the hype horn? What hype horn? Are you going to put it in later? We are definitely going to put the hype horn here. (laughs) I heard heard high porn. It's like all my porn. High porn? All my High art. All my porn is very, very low. Hype horn. Hype horn. Yeah. Congratulations. It's 100 episodes. That's almost three years of, almost four years of doing this shit. Think of how much time we have wasted recording this for tens of people. Or think of the thousands of people we've helped. You know what we actually have? And that'll have to wait for another episode mm-hmm. if we continue doing this shit after what I'm about <laughs> to tell you. All right, all right. Because I am in a downward spiral of Ooh. garbage. I hate everything. I hate my life. I'm mm. done dating. Okay. The mediocre sex that I have had in the last year ish since i've broken up with my ex is not worth it really men are so disappointing totally agree i want to cut my eyes out before i have to do one more fucking stupid date and i have a series of bad dates lately to tell you about that brought me to this conclusion but broke you but I'm going to add for our listeners who don't know this about me, and I did overshare on the social medias this week, I have complex PTSD, which means it's a series of events mm-hmm. that have led me to have PTSD. Mm-hmm. That means that I have anxiety and depression mm-hmm. as part of that, and I'm stuck in fight or flight, okay. which means I'm never really that calm. I also have chronic pain, which okay. is a slew of different things, and... I um, have PMD, which is like PMS times 10. And there's nothing I can do for it because I'm at a high risk for a stroke. Now, all of that, especially the last bit, makes me sound really old. But these are things I deal with regularly. So I don't have a lot of spoons left for fucking bullshit. Totally agree. And sex, good sex, having orgasms provided by another person was part of how I dealt with some of these things. It helps a lot when you get good sex. And I don't get good sex. I give good sex. I have literally had no complaints about my sex. But the sex I receive is subpar and I am done. I'm checking out. No more sex for anyone then. I am never sucking another dick. (laughs) And I will tell you why. Okay? Please expound why. I'm not going to put that in writing, but. No longer longer dicks will be sucked. Okay. So last week, I was here in this apartment because we're recording in my apartment today. Um bawling my eyes out, feeling so sorry for myself Mm -hmm. because Memphis, who we really liked. We really liked. I have not heard any news about Memphis. No, no. I'm purposely not talking to you about anything because I have to tell you the story. It took us so long to fucking record. So Memphis and I, it's just before Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to go to Las Vegas Mm -hmm. on the 21st of February. It was going to be your second-ish group series of dates to vegas right and i was very excited about it because he'd been really consistent about his communication his pursuit of me Mm -hmm. his goals with me all of that that was all going very well Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden 
I wasn't getting the everyday good morning and good night text. And I wasn't hearing from him throughout the day. And I was like, that's strange. And every day he'd been asking to like video chat with me multiple times Mm -hmm. a day. And now he wasn't. And we'd had one phone call where I was like, maybe I overshared there. I don't, you know. What, What have you been oversharing though? That well, he, you haven't spoken before. He he didn't like to hear about other dates. Okay. And I talked and I asked him for permission and I talked specifically about like paying for things. So mm-hmm. afterwards I was like, mm, maybe I overshared. I was like, yeah, that's fine. And we continued on. Um a few days later, I don't know. So we were communicating and then it just sort of slowed mm-hmm. and became less frequent. So I sent him a text and I said, I feel like I'm hearing from you a lot less all of a sudden. Am is that accurate? Mm-hmm. And he was like, Well, you mentioned that you planned your travel for the next six months and that kind of, I was like, how am I going to see you? So it just made me start thinking about things. Okay. And I was like, okay, but. but part of that travel is him. Well, no. Well, I mean, the first one, Vegas is. The it. first one, there yes. You know. And um, and he could have come along on some of those trips. Mm-hmm. He could have come up here. I could have added more trips in. It was a flippant comment that I said, like, I just planned all my travel for the next six months, so I don't know, like, how this is going to work if Vegas goes well. But Ooh. I was being a responsible adult and not getting ahead of myself exactly. and planning my entire future life with this person because that would be unrealistic and fucking crazy. I was being mm. a mature person and being like, even though he invited me to go from Vegas to Atlanta, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I said, let's just do Vegas, not put any pressure on this. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. Because it's different when you're with someone 24-7. Traveling with someone's different. I would be surrounded by all his friends. I'm giving him an out. I'm giving myself an out. And just like keeping it light and fun. Yeah. And even though I was getting excited about him inside, I was still like keeping it chill. Yeah. Okay. But then he said that. And I proceeded to not hear from him. I said, well, let's have a chat. Let's talk about it. Do you have time tonight? And he said, yes, let's talk about it tonight. I said, great. Because that is what you do. And yeah. especially if you're going to have a long-term relationship, you have to have important conversations over the phone. Particularly when they are you're not in the same state. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's have a chat tonight. Do you have time? Yes, I have time. Okay. So then I texted him. I said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm heading home shortly. Um, and I asked him if he had anything going on that night so we would have time. Mm-hmm. He didn't respond to either of those. And then I said, I'm home now. And he said, okay, well, I just got done at the gym. I'm going to grab something to eat. And then I'll call you. I said, okay. And I sat here by my phone like a schoolgirl. <laughs> oh, no. Waiting to hear from him. And he never called. The entire night. He, when it, he went out for dinner, had some drinks and got shit-faced. Okay. Had too many drinks. For Like, kind of forgot for a little bit that he had to go to work the next day. You know, he acted like it was a weekend. Okay. And it wasn't a weekend. And so he didn't call me. And when the night was going on and I was still waiting by the phone, I said, I'm sorry, I'm really, there's an hour difference. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm really trying to wait for you, but I'm like exhausted and I'm fading. He didn't respond. Okay. Now, even if you're out, especially with the way he had been texting me, you would text someone back and be like, yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm out. I'm having a few drinks. I'm not, it's not going to happen totally tonight. That. Sorry. Or yeah. yeah, whatever. He didn't do that. And he obviously didn't really want to talk to me Okay, because he would have sort of like, Picked up takeout or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that was annoying. And then the next day, I was like, 
can we talk? And he was hungover. Did he apologize at least? For... He, he did. Okay. But he kind of, it was more like of an excuse than an apology. Okay. Because he was like, I had too many drinks, forgetting I really had to work today, even though I did. Because he had to go into the office. Normally mm-hmm. he works from home. Yeah. And, um, and he said, and I have a birthday party after work, and then I have National Guard duty this weekend. Mm-hmm. So he kind of already made an excuse of why I wasn't going to hear from him for three more days. Okay. Which is shady as fuck. Yeah, because like, what's an hour in a day? Or Not even an hour. minutes, 15 minutes, two minutes. Anything. Yeah. I mean, he was overreacting to a flippant comment, and we just needed to clarify it, which was much better to do with talking than texting. Mm-hmm. Um, so... He went to the birthday party that night, whatever. There was maybe one or two texts exchanged that day. And then he said, we can talk. As I said, I really would like to t- speak with you. And he said, yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. Any This weekend, we can talk as long as you can stand. Even though he had duty, apparently he's able to be on the phone. So Saturday morning, he sent me a text and said, uh, what are you doing? Are you busy? So that, I thought, meant like, do you want to talk now? Yeah. And I said, nope, I'm at home. I'm not busy. He didn't call me. So finally, I decided, fuck this. I called him. Mm-hmm. He said we could talk. And it was a video chat, and I could see he was outside. I said, were you, like, actually standing guard right now? And then he, like, showed me where he was and mm-hmm. explained stuff, and we joked around a little bit. And that was fine for, like, five minutes. Okay. And then I'm like, let's get down to business now and actually have mm-hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. that we've been avoiding for days. Okay. And he blatantly changed the subject. Oh. Blatantly. And I said, are you fucking kidding me right now? (laughs) I said, we've been needing to talk about this. And he's like, I know we do. I said, no. I said, I planned gigs after our Vegas trip. Like, I was going to fly to Vegas, be with him for three or four days, and then go to Denver um, because I was already going to be so far out west. And I was like, and I need to know. I need to either cancel those gigs or book my own flight or whatever. Like, it's getting down to the wire. I need to know what's going on. And he said, I know you do. And I was like, today. And he was like, I know, but I have to go to this meeting now. I said, today. I have to know today. I made sure he heard me. He was trying to talk over me. I talked over his ass and made sure he heard. So we get off the phone, and he goes on with his day. And his day ends at like a normal work time and I don't hear from him. Again. And that night I text him again and I don't hear from him. I'm like, are you home now? Whatever. And so the next morning, having still not heard from him, I sent him a text. I said, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that Vegas is off and I need to sort out my gigs. I'm really disappointed that you didn't just talk to me about this. Like you're taking everything out of context and it's very confusing. And so I left it at that and he he said something to the effect of like, sorry, I could have handled it better or yeah, I just got scared when that happened. And he's like, I want to see you every day and blah, blah, blah. It's like, and then he tried to put it on me. He said, I know you want that too. So it wouldn't be fair to you. Hmm. Like I can make my own decisions, yeah. bro. And we'd already talked about like dating other people and all this stuff. So it was just fucking bullshit. He ghosted on me like a fucking um, scared little baby Mm -hmm. about some scared little baby bullshit, cowardly fucking bullshit. And I went down a war, like I just spiraled from there Mm. because that was really upsetting because I got excited, right? It wouldn't have been, 
upsetting otherwise. I came back from Memphis and I was like, I had a fun little fling and Mm -hmm. that's cool. And I would have been fine with it being a fling. He's the one that pushed for all those things. And he was really consistent. And every time he was over the top, I was like, please, let's get real. This is just like a fun whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, I'm really, I want to see where this goes. He was the one insistent that this could be a thing. So it became a thing in your head and... But it was a thing in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, exactly. But again, we'll never know what's in his head because, like, right now, the way that you're explaining, it, yeah. But to be honest, like, he could have met somebody while he was shit faced dinner, and then just hundred percent. Like, yeah, he could have. He could have a wife. He could have a kid. 100%. There's so many possibilities of what you it talked is. about. How he is not living in his house and he's living in an apartment. Uh, totally. There's so many possibilities mm-hmm. when you're meeting a stranger, and I'm aware of all that. But with my history of having like abusive, horrible mm-hmm. relationships and things like this and being triggered and having abandonment issues and all that stuff, it's very upsetting for me. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to sit in it. I'm doing all my therapy stuff. Mm-hmm. I do my self-talk, I'm trying to sit in my feelings. I'm trying to pick them apart. Why does this upset me? Why do I care about someone I hardly knew and blah, blah, blah. And I was trying to do all that, which just sends me back to like, really missing my partner, which is what Mm -hmm. I want. I don't want to be doing any Mm -hmm. of this and really still being upset about my breakup and also just being upset about my life and where I'm at in life because this is not the life I wanted. I never wanted Mm -hmm. to be a single woman um, this late in life. I never wanted to be dating. I never wanted to be doing any of this stuff. And I'm fucking pissed off about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to not be able to, not that I've always been good at hiding my anger, but I'm really starting to get to the point where like, I have nothing left for anyone. And the next day I sent him a text and I said, can you just please like say something or explain? Because this, what you're telling me just doesn't add up and it's really painful and triggering for me. And I used those words Mm -hmm. and I was clear. I wasn't nasty. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being like, how fucking dare it? You know, I just like literally give me an explanation. I will be an adult and I will take it but the one that you said is not it. I know it's the, not yeah, it. Yeah, he, it's a cop-out and you just don't want to fess up. Right, and I just would like him to say, you know, the thing you said the other day bothered me or I just realized that this can't work. Or I lost interest. I found or somebody I lo- else. Hundred, I'm whatever gay. it is. Something My that's wife real. found out. Something that's Anything. real. Anything. Yeah. And you know when you hear the truth and yeah. you know when you're being lied to. So that happened. And I was feeling really bad and I text you. You didn't text me back that day. That's mm-hmm. fine. But I was just down on life. Oh. And then the next morning I hear from the um, Peruvian guy okay. that I sometimes bang. Mm-hmm. Um, who I like, but like I don't take him seriously. I don't think he takes me he's seriously. A, he's a dick. It's an actual like a, a penis that you use. But he's not like business dick because I had been hitting him up and mm. he like wouldn't reply or whatever. So now he hits me up. Oh. And he was like, come over. I was like, uh, well, I have something to do today at three. It was 10 in the morning when, okay. he, t- when he texts me. And he was like, I said, when, you know, because I could go after. He was like, um, can you be here by noon? I was like, okay, but I have someplace to be at three. So it's going to be like kind of quick, but yeah. that's okay. So I drag my ass from, I live near Industry City or Sunset Park Sunset in Park. Brooklyn mm-hmm. to Williamsburg, which is also in Brooklyn. So people that don't live here, it takes about an hour on the train. Because you have to have different route. You got to transfer. Into the city and go out of the it's city. It's a whole thing. It's why we joke mm-hmm. that even a Brooklyn relationship can be a long term mm-hmm. or a, a long distance relationship. So I do that at 11 in the morning okay. by the time I showered and stuff. And it was 29 degrees outside, 
Fahrenheit, in case you're listening yeah. abroad. <laughs> and so it's cold as shit. His train station was closed. So I actually had to walk from the one before that. Mm-hmm. So I walked not super far, but, you know, 29 degrees. I get there. And, you know, I was flirting with him on the way. And I was like, this exact is exactly what I need. I need to feel like a woman. I need to come. I need to have forget, someone be. Forget the past couple of days. It'll so help. Mm-hmm. This is perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Yay. And so I was flirting with him. And I'm like, what do you want to do today? And he's like, honestly, I said, of course. He's like, I want <laughs> I want a back massage and to try to not get a boner. And I said, you know, you can hire a sex worker for that. <laughs> like, this is actually people's jobs. And he was like, I know. But I, you know me, I like to play along. I'll do a little role mm-hmm. play or whatever. I brought massage oil. I brought my nice. condoms. I'm over there. I'm ready. And he's like, well, should I like jerk off before you get here? Or should I wait? I said, I want you to sit there with your boner the whole fucking time waiting mm-hmm. for me, the like two hours. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hurry up. And I'm like, no, fucking just don't. Okay. Whatever. So I get there. He throws down his keys from the window because he doesn't have a buzzer. <laughs> And, um, right. And so I go up and he's fully naked and I like barely set my stuff down and he's like, I want you to suck it. So I started sucking his dick, like standing there bent over. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was okay for a second. I was like, can we go lay down now? Mm -hmm. So he gets into bed and I take off like my tights that I wore because it was cold, but I kept my dress on and I just hiked it up a little Mm -hmm. bit and I gave him like a five minute blow job, 10 minute blow job. Right. That's long. He doesn't come. That's long. I, I would say. Okay. Well, good to know. Thank you for that information. Um, so, and I was like, you know, I want to do other stuff. And you said, I, I said, I thought you wanted a massage. So he rolls over. I give him a little massage, eat his ass a little bit in mm-hmm. between. So he was like, look, my balls, can you see it? Whatever. So I give him a massage for a while and he was Ooh. loving it. And okay. I said, you know, I'm not going to keep like, uh, there is an end to the you. massage. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I know. He's like, can you suck it a little bit more? I said, sure. So he rolls over. I suck his dick a little bit more. And then he wants to know if he can come. Now, just to remind you, the first time we had sex, we had sex like multiple times at night. Mm-hmm. We like had lots of oral sex, then back to regular sex, mm-hmm. all the things. He put his finger in my ass. I put my finger in his ass, all the things. This time he asked if he could come. He wanted to video it. And I was like, stop asking. (laughs) That's not going to happen. You're going to have to remember it in your brain, dear. And he like touched a titty. And that was all that happened. Because after I gave him a blowjob, he fell asleep. He came and fell asleep? So he came and he wanted to cuddle for a minute, like aftercare. And I'm like, oh, yeah, aftercare. Let me come over and cuddle you, whatever. And I was still in my bra and underwear. He had not touched my pussy. He had not kissed all on me. He gave me like a kiss when I got there for like a second and I got no action. Oh my. And he fell asleep (sighs) and I was like laying there with his arm over me. And like, it would have been a nice cuddle if I had all day and we could wake up later and fuck. We're on a timer. 15 minute nap. nap. So I gave him the 15 minute nap. And for part of it, I like, I tried to talk to him a little bit because I have been trying to arrange mm-hmm. business dick with him. And like, you know, I wasn't having a good day. And at first he wasn't even like the way he laid his arm was like in the blankets and technically not even on me. And I was like, can you touch me? He's like, just give me a minute. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not asking for that. I just literally mean like, can you put your skin mm-hmm. on mine mm-hmm. since I'm laying here? So he did. And he slept for a little bit. And then I like kind of nudged him and I started to try to diddle him again and like wake him up. Mm-hmm. Time to bone now, dude. I was promised a two for one. Okay. And I am here to collect. And he did not wake the fuck up. 
Oh, I took his God. arm and I lifted it and like slid out of the bed to get out. And he was like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. And then I came back and I tried again. And I was like, you know, I have I got to go soon. He's like, you do. He's like, I'm trying. I'm sorry. Just like five more minutes. And I was like. Like, I have to actually go. And so finally, I just got up and I left. And he's like, you're leaving. I was like, you're not waking up. And I have someplace I need to be. And I left there so fucking pissed off that we now have a new T-shirt line. Okay, what's the T-shirt? What's our merch line now? This is the first of many items. I have a list but I will 100% be selling this, and this is an effective trademark right now on the podcast. Okay. I traveled for dick, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> it's going to go viral. Oh, my God. I am so mad. He apologized later in the day, and I told him, I was like, I'm literally never sucking dick again. And he was like... Um, he was like, I'm so sorry. It'll never happen again. I said, well, if you're more energetic now, I'm home from my thing. I said, you can come over. And he's like, no, sorry. I got to crash for, I have a long day tomorrow. And I said, okay, well, after your day tomorrow, he's like, I'm sorry. I can't, I got to work really late. And I said, okay, how about Tuesday then? Oh my God, this dude. I hate him. And you know what? On Wednesday, I got my fucking period, which I knew was going to happen, which is part of the reason I was trying to get fucked so bad that week. And I am so fucking annoyed at these this men dude. and their fucking bullshit this dude the other dude all the dudes oh today God. today i was supposed to have a first date now i was actually supposed to have it like three days ago four days ago actually sorry four days ago and he said he would pick me up from work mm-hmm. cool and so i said okay pick me up from work and then the day after I wear my nice dress and I made sure my hair looked good and I like wore nice perfume and like I did actually put mm-hmm. in a little bit more effort that day for work than I have been because yeah. I've been being really lazy at work because I'm fucking depressed. Hey, okay, it's fine. It's work. But this day I'm like, I'm going to do it. No, my work's not like mm-hmm. that. I'm supposed to look nice anyway. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to do it. So I do the whole thing. And then when we're texting, he texts me at like 1.30 in the afternoon. And he said, okay, so I'm going to see you like 8, 8.30. And I said, I thought you were picking me up after work. And he was like, well, I have boxing. I said, oh, well, I'm done with work at like five, let's say. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the time was. I was like, so I'm not hanging around in the city till then. He's like, well, I'll come to Brooklyn. I was like, yeah, no. Once I'm home, I'm not going out again. Mm-hmm. He's going to drive me back into the city. Did like, you talk about the five o'clock prior? He said after work. Most yeah. people's work day that's ends true, at five or true. six, yeah. not at eight. I know. True, true. I mean, it's, it's – uh, if he – had a different time to pick you up. He should have said, I'll pick you up at X time instead of after work, which is five or six. Yes, because the Mm -hmm. implied time is totally different. So that day I ended up actually staying to work until seven and he had said he would pick me up at eight, eight thirty, right? Or at eight o'clock, I think was his original text. So um, I said, okay, well, I got stuck there till seven. So even though I told him like, let's just Mm -hmm. do it a different night because I got stuck there. I said, you know, actually I'm stuck at work now. And I had said, I'm sorry, I should have asked you further Mm -hmm. about the time. I took that on, even though it was really his fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I said, uh, I should have asked you about that. I said, but actually I'm still here. So if you want, why don't I just go down the street and find a place um, and I'll, I'll wait for you there. Cause he's going to pick me up at eight. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'll be there at eight 30. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. You said eight and now it's eight 30 and you don't even have to like go any place. Yeah. yeah. And it's still a half an hour later than what you said. So I said, okay, never mind. I'm not going to wait around that okay. long. I went the fuck home. Fine. 
And he was persistent enough to try again. Okay. I had shows the next couple of days. So the next time would have been today. Mm-hmm. And that is fine. Um, I appreciated the fact that he reached out again because I was definitely ready to be done with mm-hmm. it. And so um, I, I had lots of possible plans tonight. Mm-hmm. I saw one of the burlesque girls. You and I were maybe going to record, but you mm-hmm. had a date. So we were trying yep. to figure out the timing mm-hmm. on that. And then this like potential date. And I worked today, which I don't normally do on a weekend. So I worked, I met the friend, then I thought I was going to go to you and then see him later. Uh, And that was all fine. But our plans changed and I stayed with the friend longer because I thought you had your date and I wasn't going to see you and blah, blah, blah. So um, he texted me and he said, uh, 8, 8, 30. Uh And I said, okay. And so I made plans with you for 930. 9.30. Because you have your one hour first date rule. One hour first date. And we were going to this place right in my neighborhood that I can walk from. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to allow travel time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he said he was going to text me while he was on his way. And a few minutes after 8, he texted me. He said, I just got out of the shower. 8.04, in fact. I just got out of the shower. I'll head to you. I'll see you at 9. Bro. Bro. I said, oh. Uh, you'd said eight eight thirty, so that's actually not going to work. I have plans at nine thirty, and he was mad that I had plans at nine thirty, and this is why I'm mad starting our episode today because of the following conversation. And he, he knew you had a one hour first date thing, right? He did not. Oh, okay, but I don't need to tell anyone because it, it's it. a first date. Yeah, yeah, but I think I it's mean, pretty standard. Well, two hours is what I hear is the standard. I've been for a first date for a for, for a normal date. Yes, for drinks, hangout is hour. Two, two. hours is so long to spend with a stranger. Mm-hmm. We've hardly had any conversation. We were forgoing all that in meeting for the first time. So um, he said, "LOL, you make plans at nine thirty." mean you give us only one hour? It doesn't sound serious. I said, it's a first date. An hour is a long time sometimes, laughing Mm. face. And yes, I need dinner because he's meeting me now, but he didn't invite me Mm. for dinner and I need to eat. If I don't eat, I'm not a nice person, as you well know. (laughs) He said, I don't do quick date in a rush. Sorry, we can hang out after you finish there. He doesn't know what I'm doing other mm-hmm. than having dinner. I said, I always keep a first date real brief. It's a psycho screening for both of us. I'm not giving a stranger more than that any day or time. We're clearly on different pages. Mm-hmm. He said, very weird. I'm looking for someone serious. Yeah, well, a first screening date doesn't mean that you're not serious. Correct. Yeah, so do you, well. So judgy. Like, what well, a weird response. Uh, yep, yep. You. I, well, I, I know that he means that he's looking for something serious in, in a way that is not judging your schedule. It's more of like, hey, I'm presenting myself as somebody who's looking for serious, so I'm worth more consideration. That's what I, I know that he's, but it's not going to come out that way. It did that. not come across mm-hmm. that way. It sounded like he didn't take me serious, but why don't I finish the conversation mm-hmm. before you decide what he meant? Yeah. So I said, so am I, period. He said, no, you not. First of all, not full words. Yeah. No, you not. One hour is not serious and not enough. I'm not into serial dater. Judgy. I and again, I understand where he's coming from, but that is very judgmental. I sent a laughing emoji. Mm-hmm. 
He, in turn, sends me these two pictures, which are mirror shirtless selfies with him in a towel. And he's not even smiling in the one. He's trying to look, he's trying to show off his bod. So he's trying to make me think that he's worth more than an hour by showing uh-huh. me his half-naked body. Uh-huh. Does that sound like someone serious? Looking for something. Exactly. Not, not, it's not congruent to what he's saying. So I said... It's enough to decide if you want to see someone again. It's not like you invited me to dinner, so please. Because again, if mm-hmm. you want more time with someone, you invite them to dinner. Drinks, as far as I know, mm-hmm. is an hour. Okay. I mean, again, it could go longer. Everybody has their own standards of meeting somebody for the first time. So it's, it's very, it's ill advice to kind of expect anything. But if you want, mm-hmm. I'm telling this to our listeners mm-hmm. and to you. If you want more time with someone, you don't go for a drink. Yeah, I mean, you know me. I you only go, go for, for dinner. I only go for dinners. Yeah. So and so, I said, I don't give a shit about your body because then I got his things after I typed it. I said, I don't give a shit about your body. I'm looking for a person I can spend more than an hour with to start. Mm-hmm. Like. Your body is not going to be seen on the first date, bro. I don't need these pictures of your fucking half-naked body. I need someone that I meet for one hour and I'm like, I'd like to see them again. Versus, oh my God, this hour is so long. I can't wait for it to Mm -hmm. be over. Because I am, in fact, looking for a real real relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to have a conversation. I want to meet someone I want to get to know better. So I don't understand why he would send me shirtless pictures. That's someone who's trying to fuck. or Yeah, or just, just showing off. So dude. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. And then he said, but you only have um, but you have only an hour, not me. I'm looking for someone more high class. Oof. All best. Cool. All right. So I put a ha-ha on that comment. And I said, says the man sending shirtless pictures. Hilarious. Oh, man. Dudes are just fucking up left. I fucking right. hate men. What a fucking dickhead. First of all, I don't lack class because I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. That is so diminutive and insulting to all women that we should just give away our free time, that we should get ready for these dates and wait around for you when you can't come on time. You can't, you can't judge a person's class without having even spent time with them. It is unbelievable. And mm-hmm. I looked back at our Bumble conversation, which was very brief. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we've had like a long conversation Mm -hmm. before all this. And to be honest, I wasn't that interested in it. And I honestly think I'm done dating after the way this fucking week has gone, which is why I'm saying this is our last podcast ever. Because I'm fucking tired of this shit. None of the sex is worth it. I didn't even have sex yet. I had a failed booty call. I had the worst booty call of all time. It's even worse than a booty call because you you just gave the booty and you didn't get any booty back. And I traveled. Oh, not even. He didn't even touch me with his hand. He didn't even offer you to reimburse you for Ubers and shit. If I thought he had money in his wallet, I would have robbed his ass. I 100% was about to have a Cardi B moment and considered it while I was lying in that bed I was pissed this is way worse than the guy that I said is not a nine that left my Mm -hmm. fucking house and I'm not even like mad I was mad that day Mm -hmm. I'm not even insulted by it I just am like and I said to him I was like next time you know you can hire a sex worker instead of this like I don't need this shit it's also I mean just the timing is or hire me but like yeah you this is crazy And the timing with, yeah, with Memphis. And then this fucking asshole telling me I'm not classy because I'm classy enough to go over, suck someone's dick and slip out. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
man, dudes are just oh, I I mean I understand why you're on full tilt, but oh my god, that's I I I wouldn't I wouldn't I mean for me what could you possibly what would you have done if you were me? I know it's different because you'd be happy no. to eat a woman's pussy and leave, and no, that's fine. It's, it's, but like reverse roles, putting myself in your situation, I'm the one who is uh, having a horrible dates. I wouldn't even have gone to like after again. You know me after uh, even even I don't have bad experiences with dates, but if they opt out or they choose somebody else, that's very very painful for me. So it's I, painful. Period. Yeah, that's why for me I'm. Which is why you can do it, but you can do it nicely, and at least those women give you the respect to yeah, tell you what is going. Either on. they ghost you, and then you kind of like <sighs> understand what happens. But for me, even the slightest. I uh, bought a dress for that wedding. For the Vegas one, yeah. Yes. Mm. Like, and and he knows, and I helped him pick out his suit, and all these fucking things. We were doing, like, relationship stuff. We were talking about real things. It's mm. He love-bombed me, and I told him that. I was like, this is, like, textbook definition of love-bombing. Love he said, what does that mean? I said, when you're, like, over the top into someone and nice, and then you just drop off for no fucking reason. He said, it definitely wasn't that. Mm. I okay. wanted to do to like photo edit something where it looks like you know I googled love bomb and it's just this fucking picture because it's mm. such a fucking asshole. Damn. I mean, I would ever. I mean, for me, it's like if I if I get destroyed. Well, if I don't get the results that I want, I go in my own little depression spiral and I just like okay. Oh, I'm in of it. Weeks. I can't be I'm around out. people. I snapped at my coworker. Mm-hmm. I snapped at Kizzy and Ron last night at oh. the show. Um, who did sort of a similar thing to the coworker, so it was com- mm. compounded. Um, and I kind of snapped at uh, one of the performers in the show. Also, sorry to everyone. I never do that. I never behave like that. I'm not proud of it. I am behaving out mm. of character. I don't feel like my antidepressants are working. Mm. I can't fucking find a doctor to get something else. And I am 100% miserable. I cannot take any more. The drama that people are bringing into my life in my daytime workplace Uh of literally telling me something is okay one day because I'm a team leader there. They'll tell me like, oh, yes, that's fine where that is. I don't mind that. And then two days later when I'm not there, complain to one of the managers about where the exact same mm-hmm. thing is. And I'm like, they literally, like, I feel like I'm losing, I'm being gaslit by my coworkers. <laughs> I'm like, they told us to our face that it was fine. There was multiple people involved in the decision that all said it was fine. And now suddenly it's, it's not. No longer fine. Oh my God. And this is every day. It's something like that at my day job. And then in the burlesque world, so many cancellations these days and not even because people get COVID, but people are mentally drained. Yep. People's mm-hmm. priorities have changed. Everyone's trying to survive. So they're like taking whatever gig and then booking something else if it comes up. And I get that. And I don't even mind if people just fucking tell me. Mm-hmm. But the lying and the just whatever, I can't. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm just, I'm physically, emotionally, and financially <laughs> exhausted. The last year with my ex, having to refurnish my whole mm-hmm. life, having to try to process this stuff, there is no way. Any person can handle this much stuff. And then this motherfucker calls me a serial dater. So let's talk about that for a second. Because at first I'm like, I'm not a serial dater. And then I was like, 
maybe I am. Because I do sometimes go on two or three dates in one day. And I have gone on a ton of first dates, but very few second True, or third dates. True, but the thing is, serial daters are in it for the... You're trying to find somebody nobody's just sticking around. And so I'm, what's a serial dater? A serial dater is people who just want to date and string people along. Right? For dinner, though, right? For di- even just time or attention. And I've judged you for the number of dates that you've going. Like, you've had a couple of bad dates, and I was upfront, like, you're the one picking these people. So there's a lot of fault in your picker. But in the end, oh, my picker's shit. Yeah. But the, the thing is, everybody knows that you're not, you, you I mean, you didn't even re- have people reimburse you for giving somebody a blowjob. Right, so you're you're not in it for the resources. And he wanted to go out the other day, and I didn't want to. I'm like, I'd rather be home yeah. tonight. I was like, it's fine either way. Like, I would think a serial dater is someone who's like literally. And I think he probably thought I had a dinner date. Yeah, but that was an assumption. I cannot live by other people's assumptions anymore of this fucking bullshit i am a nice person a kind person even with my exhaustion if someone asks me for help and i'm able to i will help them i will listen i am empathetic and kind to people and i am so fucking tired of being treated like garbage and and when i did react this week it's because people are fucking treating me like garbage and i am tired of it i deserve mm-hmm. better than that i deserve better than that from my coworkers from my bosses from my employees from a man I go on a date with, mm-hmm. I am good company, regardless if I like him or not. Mm-hmm. I make him like, I have a nice conversation. I'm not insulting. I'm not mean. Mm-hmm. I'm not any of those things. I'm like, let's at least have a fun time for the hour we're spending together or whatever. And I respectfully tell them if I'm not interested or whatever. I would never treat someone like this. And I am done. I am tired of it. Fuck everyone. I don't need any fucking friends. I don't need to do any of the shit. Mm. My friends are great. Not to discount. <laughs> I was like, you like, know, I'm right here. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. And and like my family is great. But what happened over the holidays was also fucking bullshit. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking buy a house on the top of the hill and fucking board up my own doors and win. Mm. Like I am done. Well, you know, that's exactly me a couple of months ago. So uh, it is a pretty shitty thing, but I'm really... And meanwhile, I'm swiping. I can't tell you. Look at how many fucking people. Look at this right now, John L. Look at all these fucking stupid ass conversations on Bumble where I say hi and they say oh, yeah. hi and, and fucking nothing happens from there. Nothing. Or and and last month I paid to to um, see who matched mm-hmm. me and I would match with them and then fucking nothing. Yeah. Why do you even bother? True. Why do you say hi? And on my profile it says. You're going to have to do the pursuit. I know how Bumble works. I have to say something, mm-hmm. and I do, but take it from there. Yeah. They say, how was your day? I say, great. How was yours? The conversation can go from there. Mm-hmm. Or what are you doing this weekend? I'll tell them what's going on, or I'll be like, how about, you know, and then I'll say, how about you? And, and this weekend's the fucking Super Bowl, so I'm like, you know, uh, you doing anything mm-hmm. for the game or whatever? Mm-hmm. Are you into sports ball? Like, mm-hmm. It's not hard. And I am a willing participant. Not anymore, mm-hmm. but I was. You were, yeah. But they're making it impossible. So I will suck their dick and, and rub their balls, stroke their cock, rub my feet mm-hmm. on their fucking legs like I did for the fucking mm-hmm. cardiologist. Do five things at once to try to make them happy. I can cook. I can clean. I'm a good partner. I look nice at, if you want to take me for a plus one to the wedding. And I can actually go to a family thing and charm your whole fucking mm-hmm. family. I am a banging fucking partner. I am a kind person. My career is in the toilet and my attitude 
has <laughs> soared off of a cliff at this point. <laughs> but the, uh, this is unfair. I check out, unsubscribe. Uh, I'll interject, like, a little bit. Because uh, 80% of what you've mentioned is like, welcome to what I lived most of my life was like. Less the attitude and less the being hot. Uh, every I'm I'd be the but I'm really hot exactly I mean but this and is, I'm nice most hot people are dicks because I, that was uh, one of the TikToks I shared today is about like you know my awesome personality is not because I was cute if I was cute I would never be, have a dope personality too. I had terrible acne which yeah, is why I'm so. also nice uh, but like the I totally feel you with uh, but I can't matches. even be nice to the people because they don't speak fucking back. assholes mm-hmm. anymore like I can't continue to try i feel like if i'm not um cordial to people or accommodating or whatever they're gonna hate me they fucking hate me anyway and i've done nothing to people and bending over backwards to people that are assholes this week other things that i'm not going to go into detail people have gone out of their way to be mean and disruptive to other people's lives for no reason. There's no be- personal benefit to mm-hmm. them. There's no per- like, and I am just, I am done with yep. it. Like, I don't even want to be a part of this society. If this is how it's, I'm going to live in a cave. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get me, I have my fur coats. I'll put my fur coat on, live in a cave, shoot animals to get out my, dis- my aggression, <laughs> have a fire. Yeah. Mabel well, will go with me. Welcome to the the real real. This is uh again wow. It's like I'm it's like I'm hearing myself from four years ago, which is like ten percent refreshing, but ninety percent I'm I feel for you and I feel that you don't. Of course, you don't deserve all of this, and I really hope that things turn around. You know, as a as a real friend, I know what I can actually say, which is. If I can help, I'll help. I'm not gonna. I I know I can't fix anything. I but you know I'm around. But this is you this know what was rough. really interesting about that post that I made yesterday is a lot of people reached out, even though I said please don't reach out. But some of them were actual friends or whatever, not just like fans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's fine. It's appreciated. But it really wasn't the point of the post. The point of the post was just please be nicer to everyone yep. mm-hmm. because. Because just because I, like, made an announcement about this, which wasn't even about, like, me complaining about it, the announcement was, like, just please stop because you don't know that people are feeling this way. Mm-hmm. And you're being – you're going out of your way to be an asshole to people for no reason, to be a bully for mm-hmm. no reason as an adult. Like, mm-hmm. we're real, real grown. <laughs> You know, yep. we're way too old for this and you're going out of your way to, just to be mean or inconvenience someone or whatever it is. It is so unnecessary. And if they knew what I was going through, they wouldn't do that. I really don't think so. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone would purposely do it to someone who's like suffering yeah. so badly. But but the point of it was not that. The point of it is this has been the case yesterday, mm-hmm. last week, last year. So you just need to really look at yourself and adjust your behavior mm-hmm. that you feel like it's okay to treat people this way. The men that are listening that have maybe done some of the things I'm describing, like if you knew the woman that was there yep. sucking your dick was just really needing to be acknowledged that day, mm-hmm. you would acknowledge her yeah. and you wouldn't do what that guy did. And if you knew the person who you were supposed to go to Las Vegas with 
besides that, like just needed to hear the honest to God truth of what's changed, you would tell her. Yeah. Because deep down inside, people want to be good people. They want to be nice people. I understand being scared of confrontation uh-huh. and people's reactions and all of those things. But nobody wants to think of themselves as being a bad person. Yeah, everybody means well, but also everybody... And everyone makes mistakes. Yep. But uh, the the other part of like, or the lacking part of everybody means well, it's like they want to mean well if people mean well for them first, or if it's convenient for them, or or secondarily it's convenient. Yeah, but sometimes it's it's inconvenient. Hundred percent. Nobody wants to be an asshole. Everybody wants to be a good person, but particularly in big cities like here and communities that you know we're part of, like they want to start the drama first because that's much more fun. Well, and with the internet too, that's true. It's like you you want to you know it's so much easier to stoke an echo chamber or like you know like participate in a discussion when it's against something or someone first and you know i'm happy to make fun of man buns and beards and cargo pants and all of the things you love john l but cargo pants (laughs) beards i can't grow a beard i remember you had a beard but i you know i'm happy to do that because it's Uh lighthearted silliness and when people get really upset about it it cracks me up because even though i mean it (laughs) Even though I mean how much I hate those things, they're not serious things. They're not things people can't control. They're not, they're, they're small choices that mean nothing. I would never make fun of someone uh, for something real that's wrong with them. I would never be mean to someone for something that is going on and hurtful and all of those things. So I just, I, I can't fathom it. I can't, I have no more space for it anymore. Mm. And if I see people that I know doing that, they're no longer going to be a part of my life, my friends. I will check in. I will let you know. I have done that with some people. And then I'm going to move the fuck on. Yep. And I don't care how small my world gets because of it. Because I just, I'm done. We're just trying to maximize the stuff that we have. And sometimes uh, addition by subtraction works. Take out all the distractions. The ones yeah. that you, even if you're like 50% good, if you're not 75% good, um, I'll, I'll pass for now because... So it's going to take a little while for the t-shirts to get on my website. But if you want one, please email us at paradeofdicks.com. If you want to write into the show and tell us how this show has affected you, please do. Because we will have a guest coming up soon who is going to share some very interesting information with us. Um, If you... There was a third thing I was going to say. What was it? Just want to say hi. If you just want to say hi. Oh, if you, no, this is what I was going to say. If you want to send me your favorite vibrators, Ooh. because I will not be having sex with other humans for a while, mm-hmm. let me know. Cool. I'll have you send them to someone else's house, but they will get them to me. <laughs> and those are for safety concerns. For, uh, that was the other thing. I had a guy text me out of the blue this week. He's like, you gave me your number a long time ago on Hinge. And I was like, great. He sent me some photos. And I was like, but how do I know that you're real? He had no social accounts. And he was like bragging about his inheritance and living Ooh. in Europe. And then he was telling me he's a dancer. And I was like, I think you're my crazy ex-boy. In my head, I was mm. like, I think you're my crazy ex-boyfriend pulling this fucking bullshit again. I said, if you can't prove that you're a real person, I'm done with this conversation. He's like, how could I prove it? I don't fucking know, bro. But it's not on me. I'm not going to continue conversations mm. with bullshit That's fucking Nigerian people. Prince, I'm sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'll show you the conversation Sweet. after we're done recording. This shit is crazy. I have no more. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. What? 
No, that's it. That, that's the end? That's it. <laughs> fuck you, John L. And fuck all of you that are assholes. I'm not an asshole. She's just telling me fuck you, but I'm not one of the assholes. I'm pretty good. But thank you for listening <laughs> really- to our 100th episode of Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>